You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you once again from beautiful Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out to listen to today's episode of the podcast. Super stoked uh, to be with you. We've been off for several days, but back in the saddle and excited to answer today's question. Uh, For those of you who are regular listeners, you will notice we had a different intro song. Uh, We actually had some communication over the last few days with the manager of the band of the song that I was using for the first uh, many episodes of the podcast and just discovered that uh, that as the podcast continues to grow, the cost uh, to license that song was just going to be too expensive. So yes, you can't just play a song. You have to actually pay licensing fees uh, to use someone else's song, even in a free podcast. And as the podcast continues to grow, the cost that it was going to uh, take to continue to use that song long term was just going to be too expensive. So found some guys over at a place called The Jam Studio and uh, they gave me a song, sold me a song to use for the podcast called The Boombox. So that was your that was what you heard on the intro, song called The Boombox. We'll be using that for the next few episodes and I've actually got a special treat in future episodes, kind of a unique thing that we might do for some intro and outro theme music. So stay tuned for that. All right, let's dive into Today's topic at hand, I'm going to answer the question, what is the role of the Holy Spirit? Uh, What I'm going to do is over the next several episodes, I'm going to do kind of a mini series as I've done a few other times on some other topics. I'm going to do a mini series on the Holy Spirit uh, because I've gotten a bunch of questions around the Holy Spirit. Before I do that, let me just remind you of a few uh, previous episodes we've done that would be that potentially could be helpful if you want to do some studying on the Holy Spirit. Uh, episode 13, I answered the question, what's the Trinity or what is the Trinity? Uh, go back and listen to that. I really describe the idea that God is a both a plurality and a one God. He's one God existent in, in three separate persons. Uh, and obviously one of those persons is the Holy Spirit. Episode 21, I answered the question, is the Holy Spirit fully God? Sometimes people will treat the Holy Spirit as if it's an it, like it's Star Wars and it's the force. That's not the case. The Holy Spirit is a he, he is a person, and that person is fully God. And I explained that back in episode 21. And then I get an episode 31, uh, an episode that I have referred back to many times, uh, an interview I did with a pastor out of Oklahoma, a guy by the name of Ricky Jones, uh, episode 31, we answered the question, why does uh, why does understanding the Trinity matter? And Ricky really talked about the, the Trinity and obviously the Holy Spirit a part of that. Another episode that might be interesting to you if you're interested in studying the roles of the Holy Spirit is episode 29. I answered the question, what is sanctification? That is the process that God takes us through to make us more like Jesus, to cause us to hate our sin more and to love God more, to cause us to transform our hearts uh, or transform our lives and our behaviors over the course of time so that we will live our lives more like Jesus lived his life. That's the process of sanctification. 
and the primary person, the primary uh, person of the Godhead, of the Trinity that we interact with during the process of sanctification is the Holy Spirit. So certainly a big part of the Holy Spirit is sanctifying us. And I covered that extensively back in episode 29. So if you're interested in studying more about the role of the Holy Spirit or the personage of the Holy Spirit after you're listening, done listening to this episode, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to one of those episodes as they've got lots of information there. Uh, before we dive into some scripture, let me just say right off the bat, very clearly, the Holy Spirit is God. We believe that God is one, but he exists in three persons. One of those persons is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is one is is a one person of the Godhead, but yet the Holy Spirit in and of himself is fully God. And he is a person. He is a he, not an it. Okay. Again, like I said a moment ago, this is not Star Wars. It's not the force. Uh, and there are some people within kind of the Christian world that seem to believe this. That is false. That is blasphemy. It's heresy. The Holy Spirit is a person. Uh, let's dive into some scripture that kind of give us an insight into the role of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Jesus speaking in the Gospel of John, uh, chapter 16, verses 7 and 8, say this. This is, this is Jesus speaking. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Verse 8, and when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Jesus is telling his disciples, listen, I'm going to go away, but don't be sad about this. There's a benefit for me going away because when I leave, when I get to heaven, I'm going to send someone back and he's going to be with you. He's the Holy Spirit. And when he gets here, he's going to do a few things. He's going to convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. And in this passage, when he's talking about convicting the world, what he's saying is that the Holy Spirit is going to come and he's going to expose things about the world and expose things in people that will help them see sin, righteousness, and the coming judgment. And there's a variety of other things kind of wrapped up in that verse that we'll tackle uh, at another time. But the key word in verse 7 is the word helper. The Holy Spirit comes to be our helper. God himself is a helper in our lives, which is an unbelievable big deal. Uh, Jesus said this two chapters earlier, John 14, 16. says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. He's referring to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a counselor, right? I mean, have you ever been at, when you were in high school? Uh, maybe those of you who are still in high school, you'd go see your guidance counselor. What would you go see your guidance counselor for? To get advice on how to make a major decision, to get advice to help you on how to be the best student you could possibly be. This is the role of the Holy Spirit amongst many things, right? The Holy Spirit does this in so many different ways. Um, but the overarching thing he does for us is that he counsels us. He helps us. He guides us. He exposes things in us so that we can see our own sin and he can guide us toward living righteously. Once you are saved, once you become a true believer in Jesus, you are born again. The Holy Spirit takes residence in your heart forever. Like the Bible makes it clear, he seals us, he confirms us, he, he certifies that we belong to God and that we will be with him forever. You know, Jesus made it clear that, that the Holy Spirit will be our helper, he'll be our comforter, he'll be our guide. When things go wrong in our life, the person who is there to comfort us, to help us feel the warm embrace of God's love is the Holy Spirit. 
when we're wrestling through life and we don't know quite what to do, it's the Holy Spirit that guides us. The Holy Spirit takes up permanent residence in the heart and life of the believer to be our great helpmate. And as he's guiding us and giving us counsel, he does it in so many different ways. Uh, there, there are, I mean, literally just several dozens of scriptures throughout the New Testament that point uh, to what the Holy Spirit does in our lives. Some of the greatest thing he does is guide us into truth. Jesus said in John 16, 13, that, that when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. So when, when there's things coming in life and you're not sure what to believe, or when you're, when you're faced with a decision to make and you're not sure which one is the right way to go, uh, when you're faced with a variety of different theological perspectives and you're not sure which one is true, the Holy Spirit can reveal to our minds which one is true or what path to go. When we're faced with uh, decisions in our life to make, we're not sure which one is going to honor Christ more. He's the one that can help us. He's the one that can remove obstructions. He's the one that can open our minds to understand what it is that God wants us to do. Uh, there, there's a variety of things. In, in Romans 8, it talks about how the spirit inside of us testifies with, with other people's spirit. So whenever I meet another Christian, one of the reasons, one of the ways we know that we are, we're following the same God is that I can sense the spirit of God inside of them. The Holy Spirit lives in them. The Holy Spirit lives in me. So we sit down and we meet. I can feel it. I can sense it. My spirit testifies with his or her spirit that we have the same spirit and it's the same Holy Holy Spirit at work in all of us. This is a powerful truth. The Holy Spirit guides us and teaches us so many things. First uh, John two twenty seven tells us that when we do not have a teacher, do not fret and do not worry, for the anointing will teach us all things. Like whenever you're facing a scenario, you don't know what to do. You say, God, give me your Spirit, give me your supernatural grace, your power. And that will come upon us and will teach us what to do. Uh, Jesus says this in John 15, 26. But when the helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. I mean, what an incredible truth um, that, 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 that the Holy Spirit will be with us in such a way that it will testify to who God is and his power and his existence. Um, the other thing the Holy Spirit will continually do is that he will seek to glorify Jesus. Jesus said this in John 16, 14, he will glorify me for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. I mean, there's just some incredible, powerful truth here when you think about like God himself, the Holy Spirit, living with you, doing these things on your behalf. In addition to that, we also see that the Holy Spirit is an incredible gift giver. We see in 1 Corinthians 12, this description of this long list of incredible spiritual gifts given to the believer so that, so that the body of Christ can be encouraged and lifted up. And, and all these gifts are, are great. Uh, you know, Some are small, some are, are larger, uh, some are more visible than others, but all of them help the building of, of the body of Christ. And ultimately, they... they, they, they allow us to glorify God better. Uh, in addition to that, something even greater than that, in my opinion, is the fruit of the Spirit. We see in Galatians chapter 5, the Apostle Paul talking about the fruit of the Spirit, meaning that when the Holy Spirit is in your life, when you're talking with Him, when you have a friendship with the Holy Spirit, when you're engaging with Him on a regular basis, He will be filling up your life in such a way that you will begin to transform to be more like Jesus. Again, talking about the process of sanctification that we talked about a few moments ago. In Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, Paul says this, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Like 
Paul is saying, listen, you hang out with the Holy Spirit a lot, engage with the Holy Spirit, talk to him, cultivate a friendship with him. You know what's going to happen? You're going to, you're not even going to have to try to do this. It's just going to happen over time. You're going to find yourself being more loving and more full of joy. You're going to be more of a peaceful person. You're going to be more of a patient person. You're going to be kinder. You're going to be more good. That's probably bad grammar, but you get the point. There's going to be more goodness in your life. You're going to be more like all of these things are going to naturally happen. You're not going to have to try to be more loving. Like sometimes I think we, we go, we tell people like, well, you need to work on being more self-controlled. You got to work on being more gentle. No, 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 you don't. You got to go engage with the Holy Spirit. You got to go hang out with the Holy Spirit. He will transform you and make you more of these things. Like, it's the fruit of the Spirit. It's a fruit that grows. A tree doesn't have to force itself to grow apples, right? A, a, a tree, a, an apple tree doesn't have to force himself to grow apples. An orange tree doesn't have to force himself to grow oranges. Like, those who hang out with the Spirit don't have to force the fruit of the Spirit to grow. It will just happen naturally over time. It is the Holy Spirit's work in our hearts and our lives that will transform us and sanctify us to be more like Jesus. Now, there are many other things that the Holy Spirit does. I've just named a few. Um, there are many more things. But one of the greatest things that I, I'd be doing you a major disservice if I didn't mention is the Holy Spirit regenerates us. This means the Holy Spirit come to us before we are even believers in Jesus and the Holy Spirit gives us the ability to believe. Jesus says this in John chapter 6, that it is impossible for someone to believe unless the Father draws him. Later, he says it's impossible for him to believe unless he is enabled or if it's as, as, unless it is granted to him, another translation says. That's Jesus speaking in John chapter 6. And what he's saying is, in order for you to believe in God, you're not even capable of doing it. And in order to believe in God, God needs to do something in you first. And the Father sends the Holy Spirit to change our hearts, to change our minds, and he brings us to a point where we are even capable of believing because before the Holy Spirit does this work, we're not even capable in believing in God. And so because we are so depraved, and we're so far from God, the Bible says we are hostile toward God before we believe, that we cannot believe, but God in his rich grace and mercy sends the Holy Spirit to do the work in us, to draw us unto himself, and to regenerate us. And that gives us the ability to see God for who he is and to put all of our hope and trust in him and only in him. That's what we call regeneration. It's a work of the Holy Spirit and it is awesome. Obviously, the Holy Spirit is a big, big part of the work of God in our lives every single day. Uh, if you're interested in doing some additional studies, I want to highly encourage a book to you uh, written by a very famous author, a guy by the name of Francis Chan. He wrote a book called Forgotten God, where he really talked about the fact that there are so many Christians and churches that have neglected the Holy Spirit. Like there are many people that believe in the Father, they believe in Jesus, and that's it. They don't really engage with the Holy Spirit. They don't really cultivate a friendship with the Holy Spirit day in and day out. But if you really want the power of God at work in your life, you really need to have a friendship with the Holy Spirit. You really need to be cultivating that on a regular basis. So that's extremely, extremely important. I want to highly encourage you, don't neglect a friendship with the Holy Spirit. And if you're having trouble with that, I want to encourage you, get a copy of Francis Chan's book, Forgotten God. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, really thankful for all of our listeners. If you have a question or a topic you'd like to have me uh, tackle on the podcast, please feel free to shoot me an email. You can reach me at Hey Ortiz at TheologyForTheRestOfUs.com That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at TheologyForTheRestOfUs.com If you'd like to connect with me personally, the best way to do that is on Twitter. You can find me at Kenneth Ortiz. It's K-E-N-N-E-T-H 
O-R-T-I-Z. Our new intro and outro theme music is The Boombox by The Jam Studio. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.